Angels. It's Lo and welcome to the Raw and the Wild podcast, where we honor the journey of cultivating unconditional self-love by coming home to the deepest depths of our souls. My intention is that after each episode, you feel seen, you feel empowered, you feel peace, and you feel love. It's an honor to be here with you. Welcome to the slightly delayed episode two of the Raw in the Wild podcast. I'm Lo. I'm so excited to be back with you guys. I'm so stoked for a little surprise I have for you guys today. But first, I just want to get into some gratitude. I'm already going to start crying talking about it, but the love and support that I got on the first episode was so beautiful and so unexpected and so overwhelming. And I just feel so insanely grateful and excited to be on this journey with you guys. If you listened to the first episode, thank you so much. If you shared it, thank you so much. I had so many beautiful messages and just like connection from that, which is all I'm hoping from this podcast. And if you haven't listened yet, and this is your first time here with me, welcome. I'm so excited to be here with you. (sighs) Okay. So this episode is a little delayed, but it's so worth it. I had some previously recorded episodes, but it just did not feel aligned to release something that I recorded a month ago when it feels so new and exciting and fresh. And I also wanted to give the people something very special. So without further ado, you guys, welcome the first guest ever of the raw in the wild. I have to do an introduction. This is the only guest that I would have as my number one. He made the song. He put together my first episode. I raved about him in episode one. You guys might know him as something else. I know him as my little lover, angel boy, my soulmate, the king of my heart, (laughs) my best friend, the father of my children, You guys might know him as the tech house, Tony Robbins, the one, the only, the legendary DJ motherfucking Susan. Yo, I'm absolutely geeking right now to be on the Raw on the Wild podcast, Lo. I'm such a humongous fan. It feels so good to be here. I heard your first episode, called my agent, was like, drop everything. We're flying to Cali and I'm linking up with the one and only babe. I'm so happy to be here. I love you. This is incredible. Thanks for having me in your studio, by the way. This fun. No, sick. I was just going to say, you guys, we're recording live from DJ Susan's studio. This is crazy. Which Thank is you right for next, letting which me is be here. the next room over next to our bedroom. <laughs> we're in our cute little two-bedroom apartment, and the second bedroom is where all the magic happens of DJ Susan. So it's so exciting to be in here. The vibes are high. The vibes are very high. It looks so good in here. It does. I think it might just be you, though. <laughs> We're on the wild, baby. Let's get into it. I know. Okay. So many people were requesting you to be here. I have so much to talk about. So many questions. I'm completely honored, but it makes sense. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. People need to know the truth. Yeah. 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 So I have, I have notes about you. Really? Yeah. Bring it on. We're going to get into it. Wait, I haven't even said your name. Don't let them know. It's a secret. Do we keep it a secret? DJ Sue is the one and only. Oh my God. I feel like I only know your identity. Okay. You can tell them if you want. Okay. You guys, this is Steven. 
With a what? With a V. Don't with a v. get it Don't twisted. Don't call me with a PH. Don't get it twisted. But that's why I also wanted you on because I feel like everyone sees you as this persona, but I have been with you for 10 years. So I know the real Steven and he's been on other podcasts before and they've asked him, oh my gosh, I haven't even talked about what you do. Okay. He's a DJ, you guys, and his schedule is so crazy. So this is such an honor to get him here. He's the best DJ in the world. Everyone's going to know his name next year. But he's also a label boss. He has his own record label, Hood Politics Records, that was created five years ago. Yeah, six years in September. Six years ago. In September. We're getting close. And I watched you build this from the ground up, and it's so beautiful, which is also why I want everyone to hear your amazing advice about how to get where you've been. First, this is the first time I'm ever doing this segment, but I mentioned it in my first episode. We're going to start every single episode talking about something raw or something wild. Ooh, I love that. Truth or dare. Like truth or dare. Exactly. Love that. So you you get to choose. Do you want to get raw or do you want to get wild? I mean, I will always want to get both, but I want you to, (laughs) (laughs) I want you to choose though. So like, okay. Something wild for you would be like this last weekend. He literally flew to Austin, had a show in Austin on Friday night, no sleep, had a flight back to San Diego Saturday morning, played a show on Saturday, played the after party, no sleep, went back to the airport Sunday morning to play another show in Dallas no sleep, and then came home on Monday. That is something that would be wild to me. Look, I got a lot that drives me. I got four kids, five kids, <laughs> a beautiful soon-to-be wife, and it's just so beautiful, and it's so motivating, and you know what? It's all worth it. I get to come home and see them, know I did a good job, know I'm there to put food on the table and take care of my family. All worth it, man. I'll do those all-nighters any night for Willa, Ruthie, Mumu, Lainey, <laughs> Herman, and Baby Lo. <laughs> I love you. So it's wild, but it, it's necessary. And, you know, you uh, you got to do some uncomfortable things to be comfortable. And, you know, it's always worth it in the end. So Yeah. People always ask me what gives you that energy to do that. But I feel like you, it, you and the whole family, 100%. Oh, I love you. And but whatever's also, next for us too, the farm, the barn. Yeah. The, we barn have a big is, vision. the barn is huge in my mind. Just me and Lo have a fantasy of owning a beautiful ranch, barn, and going to all the little local humane societies and collecting all the animals that have been adopted and bringing them to our sanctuary and just having them run free like legends. Yeah. And having our little golf cart rides in the morning and Golf cart rides in the morning, Willa running besides us. That's the motivator for me. Having that idea in my head, no way I'm not going to get it. Just got to be consistent and keep going. But I also feel like it's such a statement of you're doing your purpose because there has to be such a passion and soul reason behind it. Honestly, I do it because I had this vision back when I was in high school and I was looking at all these people blowing up and in a beautiful, humble, positive way to just have that platform and have that attention from people to spread a positive message and like be the change and be the difference that you want to see in the world. And I think that's so important. I think it's so overlooked and underappreciated in just anywhere in life, you know, people that have a platform and can do amazing things and speak on amazing things and be the change in their small community or the world, no matter how big they are, you know, that was a huge motivator for me to get to that point. And I feel like I've been at that point and I feel like I've built this 
beautiful family and community of people that only spread positive energy and love and want to be there for each other. And that's all that matters to me. So I'm stoked. So beautiful. That was one of the questions that I wrote in my notes was what's the most important part to you in building your that 100%. What do you want the world to know DJ Susan as? Who do you want them to know him as? A leader. Yeah. A leader. There's too many people that follow and for the wrong reasons. And the leaders that we have these days, I'm not impressed. Like, what are you really doing? You know what I mean? You're controlled or you have this agenda or whatever. I'm in this for a reason. I almost lost my life when I was 13 years old. And after that, I realized how precious and how valuable everything is. And it all started with us people in the community and the connection that we have with each other. And I promise from that day forward to always do my best and do everything I can to, to spread that love that's so necessary in the world and DJing and producing and becoming this character of DJ Susan has given me such a platform to do that. So I'm so blessed. I'm already crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most, this is some real OG right now. I love this, but I just love love and I love you. And I just love being able to, create and cultivate love anytime in any place with just all the beautiful people in the world. It's like, I don't know, peeling the gift wrap off a of paper, unfolding layers of people and of life with this magic power that is just love and good energy. It's pretty incredible. You do it better than anyone. When you go to his shows and when you step into the community that he's created, it's so powerful. The overwhelming amount of love and positivity that you just give off as a human spread so much everywhere you go and that's something I've always been so inspired by you and everyone that meets you can say the same thing I love that thank you so much I just yeah it's my number one priority and I feel like we all have the power to be the change in our own life and be the main character in our own life and just fucking crush like yeah crush for other people we rise together there's no solo journey in this shit like we're a family and you know the more we can do to bring that together like we're fucking legends let's go yes <laughs> okay podcast is done you guys that's all yeah that this is a wrap man yo tony robbins just hit me up he's pitched i'm coming for that number one spot right now okay i want to are all beautiful questions though Thank you. We're spitting right now. Yeah, we are. I feel like we're on a road trip again. I know. We've been together for so long. It's hard to compress this all into one little episode. But for our road trips, every time we've always said for years that we just need a mic sitting there to record the discussions that we get into. They're always so beautiful and so real. But I wanted to go back to your roots because you mentioned a little bit about things that not really many people know about. And you mentioned two things that I want to get into if you're open to it. 100%. It's the raw and the wild, babe. Let's get raw and wild. We're getting raw, raw and wild right We're now. We're getting both. It's always both with DJ We're going Sue. off the rails right now. Take, okay. Take it away, baby. First things first, you said be the change. That's my favorite saying of all time. Do you want to tell them about the club that you started in high school, which is a huge 100%. My biggest, my biggest flex of all time. My favorite fucking story And it's something that's so near and dear to my heart that I value so much. I started the first ever anti-bullying club. And it was something so special to me and to all the students at my high school. And it was something that just dawned on me. I went around during lunch and I would talk to all the kids that were neglected by high school standards. 
and we'll just befriend them and be like, we should hang out. You should come to my club, like come meet people that love you and be accepted. And it was one of the sickest things that I ever did in my high school career. And it changed my high school and it changed so many people's lives right in front of my eyes. And I'll tell you what, when you see that happen, and I'm sure many of you have, like you have that beautiful interaction with somebody that is just so tender and sentimental and just beautiful. It's better than anything that money can buy or that anything can buy. And to be able to know that you have that power, it feels like a superpower, but it's free. Anybody can do it. Hey, compassion. It's free. Anybody can have it. You already have it. So let's go. But I just, after that point, I was befriending people and complimenting strangers and being there for people, no matter what is my number one priority, because, you know, you never know what anybody's going through and holding the door open for somebody or telling them you like their sweater or they look nice or they have a nice smile. Like that could be the only compliment that they've heard in weeks, months, whatever. And that could be the compliment that could save somebody's life someday. So why not take that chance? You have the opportunity all the time, every day. Why not take that chance? So beautiful. So true. I love that. So true. What do you have to lose? No, honestly, you've made me be so much more of that person too. I like to be a little compliment fairy. Compliment fairies are the legends. I just used to watch you have just no fear and talk to anyone and always compliment every single person you passed by since day one, 10 years ago. It's when I the best. You. And it's so authentic and genuine and sweet. And sometimes it throws people off, but it's just who you are. And that quality that you have has spread onto every single one of your friends, everyone who's around you. It's so inspiring to see that. And that makes such an impact. So I love that you started that club. It still exists, which is so beautiful. It still exists to this day. I remember when I met you, we have to tell the story of how we met and how we're together for so long. We'll get there. But when I first met him and he told me that story, I moved to Rhode Island when I was 16. And being the new girl in school is never a fun or exciting thing. It's really scary. Girls can be mean, rumors go around, there's bullies, you feel unsafe, it's so scary. And I remember my first day being like, oh my gosh, where am I going to sit at lunch? What if I sit by myself? And it's such a silly thing, but it's like in high school, that's so huge. Your image and, and having friends is everything. So to know that you went out of your way to befriend the people who are by themselves is so beautiful and it's still such a huge part of who you are today. I always say you're the most welcoming person and you've created this group of people who were like underdogs or didn't have friends. It's such a wide range group of people. <laughs> Everyone's so unique and eclectic and beautiful, but you just bring everyone together because you don't want anyone to be alone. And I think it is one of your superpowers. I think everybody deserves love and everyone deserves a chance at love. And I think, you know, labeling somebody something and and putting them in a box and outcasting people like what do you have everything to lose in that situation loving people being unconditional and showing up for people every day you have everything to gain and you have the opportunity to every day i don't see why anybody wouldn't and it's so rewarding and it's just so beautiful to see people happy and how contagious that happiness is it's insane literally the entire world turns or whatever you want to believe, shout out to the firmament, turns <laughs> on 
energy and just magneticness. Literally, the plates are magnetic. And I mean, you know, you take two magnets and you put them together to come together. And I just think that that's the same with people. Like, if you're positive energy, like you're going to attract positivity in your life. And if you're spreading energy, that energy is just going to spread to other people. And they're going to go to make somebody else's day and have this huge snowball effect of pay it forward, beautiful energy that's just going to benefit the world so much. And it all conspires from just a compliment or saying hi to somebody or open the door or just being nice. And I just want to spread that energy to the world. Like, let's create that snowball effect, baby. Let's go. I love you so much. <laughs> I you love guys you see how much. You guys see why I'm so in love with him and why we've been together for 10 years. Because I literally have a little angel human who just mm, goes around spreading love everywhere and makes the you world. You have nothing to lose place. and everything to gain in those situations. And you'll be so, so surprised. And if you are having doubts or whatever, like honest to God, go out there and try it right now. Yeah. The first currency, man. There's things that, that money can't buy. Think about every time that we go out and the one of one experiences that we've had from people being like, you guys are so fucking cool. And we're like, you're so fucking cool. Yeah. And then we're doing the craziest shit of all time. <laughs> we have really magical experiences everywhere we go. And you just look around and you're like, wow, we created this to some extent. And that's a really beautiful feeling. You created with the people there, you know, but it all starts with you. It starts with you. It all starts with us. We actually also just started a gang, you guys. I don't know if you want to join. Yeah, shout out Sweetie Pie Gang. <laughs> Sweetie Pies only. The only kind of gang that we want to be in. Sweetie Pie Gang. Sweetie Pie Gang. If you ain't sweet, hit the street. <laughs> Merch coming soon. Okay, so... Talk to me, baby. <laughs> I want to get into our relationship a little bit, and then I want to get into tapping into your purpose and creating something from the ground up offering all the advice that you have for that. But first let's go into the relationship because we have a lot of people asking questions. Ask away, baby. Let's go. We're like all cuddled up like a little sleepover right now. I know. Is that your little prompt? That's so cute. I wrote a prompt, but then these are some questions that people oh ask that gosh, I like. That's so cute. Little prompt. Okay. First things first. Do you want to tell the story of how we met 10 years ago? You've got a way nicer voice than I do. <laughs> your your voice is gorgeous. I sound like a cartoon character. I love your voice. I sound like a 60-year-old woman who lives in New York who smokes cigarettes every single day. I'm Susan. Alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> tell them the story and then I'll chime in when it's necessary. Okay. So we're both 30 now, almost about to turn 31. And we met when we were 20, little babies in college. And... Our story is so wild because it goes so deep and just fully shows that you meet who you're supposed to meet when you're supposed to meet them. And if you're meant to meet someone, you will. It's always divine. So I'm going to get into it as quick as I can, but I moved to San Diego by myself when I was 18. But the reason I wanted to come to San Diego was because my dad was born and raised in Coronado. So we would always come here for family vacations. But by the time that I moved here at 18, I had no family here, no friends, didn't know anyone. So I was coming fully by myself for college. And my sophomore year, I tell the story. Take it away. People want to hear. It's so sick. It's the best story. And my, my little version is going to smack. Okay. So <laughs> my roommate was showing pictures of her friends from high school. And this is so crazy of me, but I saw him in the background of a photo 
literally smiling at another camera, but I loved his smile and I loved his energy. And I was like, who is that? I'll go to one of the parties up there if he's there. And long story short, she was like, he's been in a relationship for a long time, blah, 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 not going to happen. So I didn't make any moves because I don't do that. But a few months later, I get a screenshot saying Stephen is single and I didn't know his name. So I said, who is that? Shout out the Facebook relationship days. <laughs> yeah. So I said, who is that? And she said, the one that you said you'd want to come to a party with if he was there. So I was bold. I had just gotten out of a relationship that was really toxic, a situationship. I wouldn't call it a relationship. And I went to Instagram. This was before DMs. This was before messages or anything. You could literally just follow people and like their photos and leave comments. So I followed him. I liked a few of his photos and I put hard eyes on one of his photos. A couple. Which was bold for me. A couple photos. Because I never made the first move. It was three photos. Yeah. I really just like something told me that I needed to meet him. And I was destiny. Destiny. So... Wait, yes. let me take it away from okay, the story. Okay, yeah. Then I'm this freshly single man, 20 years old, ready to take on the world <laughs> in this absolute 10 out of 10 dime piece, looking like <laughs> Princess Fiona. Obviously, I'm Shrek. <laughs> hits me up, and I'm like, okay, pff, who is this? Check her profile out, and I was like, this has to be a scam. This woman is way too beautiful to be hitting me up right now. Are you kidding me? Put the phone down, was like, I'll pursue that later once I run the IP address and make sure that she's real. <laughs> Anyways, a few hours later, our mutual friend, her roommate, my friend from high school, texted me and said, you should hit up low. She wants you. And I was like, all right, bet. Let's go. Easy. Definitely going to try and get a kiss. <laughs> Invited her over to our best friend, Kelby's. Halloween party, still one of the best Halloween parties to this day. Shout out, Kelby. We love you so much. We love you. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to come. And she came with like six of her girlfriends. And I'll never forget, I get a text from her that she's outside. And meanwhile, preface, one hour before this, I'm pacing back and forth in the kitchen, ripping shots like there's no tomorrow. I was so freaking nervous. And then she texts me and she says she's outside. I greet her and all of her girlfriends at the front door. I let all of her girls in first, and then I close the door on Lauren's face when I first saw her because I saw her, and I was like, it's over. My <laughs> single spree is over. This woman is so amazing and so beautiful in every way. She stole my heart. From that moment, I very first saw her instantly, and I was like, it's over, man. I love you so much. It, it was. It was. It, I felt the same way. It was so wild because we both looked at each other and felt like, we knew each other for a long time already. And we were both in the same exact boat where we just got out of relationships and we were so young and we were like, I knew, I already knew from the photo that I saw of you that I was like, I'm obsessed with him. I'm going to marry him. Like I just had this feeling. But then when I saw you in person, the energy was just unreal. And he did slam the door in my face. It was like a scene out of a movie where there's a line, single file line, and Steven has the door open and it's like all five of my girlfriends first. And then it comes to me and him and time is in slow motion. And he just looks at me and I look at him and he just <laughs> slams the door. Shout out to She's All That. <laughs> it was I'll never forget that moment. I really won't. I know, same. Because I was just like, damn, it was even you were even better than I imagined and expected. So were you. I even remember. Really, I was I was black. But my fit that. my fit was crazy. I was nervous. 
Yeah, he was, was drunk crazy. and I was 100% sober, which is actually very fitting of our relationship. My right fit now. was crazy <laughs> that night. I looked so good. He had a blue jean, blue jean button white shirt. We saw that pig. Yeah. Um, Lo put me on her Instagram the next, the next day. day. No, 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 love. no. Sorry. That night. I was in love. You were like, okay, who's this? And I was like, who are you? I was so in love. I still am. I am too. Oh, this is the <laughs> cutest podcast. Welcome to Around the World, the cutest podcast on the net. This is my best friend of life. So you guys are really just getting the inside, like hanging out with us vibe. This is how it is at the at the Hood Poly Shores. That's what we call our house. Okay, so the craziest part about all of this, though, is that. Yes, 10 years ago, and the rest is history. Here we are 10 years later, still, still in love. Oh, <laughs> wow. This is we really even the yawn at the same time uh, together all the what time. What did I tell you all those years ago? If you yawn at the same, same time, time, you're in love. love. Yeah, <laughs> so true. If you yawn at the same time as somebody, and you're as like, whatever, whatever, have like your little chemistry and, and stuff, like you're in love. Yeah. That was the deal sealer for me and love. Yeah. But I want to go one step deeper, how it's so crazy. So, you guys, we met by the craziest chances. Like, I just came here by myself. My roommate introduced us, knew no one. But then, a few years into us dating, I brought him home for Christmas. And this was the first time that he met my dad, my family. And my dad was a pilot. My grandpa was a pilot. Steven's dad is a pilot. Steven's grandpa was a pilot. And when he met my dad for the first time, my dad was just asking him questions about his life and everything. And he was like, oh, your dad's a pilot. What's his name? And when Steven said his dad's name, he was like, I used to surf with your dad in college. Which was so insane because we were like, what do you mean you used to surf with him in college? Wait, you guys knew each other? So our dads knew each other before we had ever met and we still somehow met on our own chances. And then it gets even crazier because a few years later, we go to lunch with my grandma's sister, who I have only met a few times in my life. She meets Stephen and her husband was best friends with Steven's grandpa. Absolutely insane. So craziest thing ever. Our family goes back three generations. Literally so insane, but not surprised because we're soulmates and that's what needed to happen. Yeah. It just shows that I fully believe that if you're meant to meet someone in your life, you will. It will always happen when it's supposed to, how it's supposed to. And everything's just so divine. It's really wild. Can't believe our grandparents used to party. Yeah. Our grandparents have photos together, driving in their convertibles together. Like they were best friends. Swear to, f- swear to God, if you're one of my siblings, I'm going to be so pissed. Don't say that. Our long lost cousins. No. You might be. Everyone but you know what? You know away. what? That's so raw. And that's and so wild. Uh, okay. Let's help. Keep, let's we help keep it now. real here. Lo, try to get us, get me a, get me a, uh, what is it? 23 and me. <laughs> and I declined because I was scared I was going to see you. No, I never did that. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. There was a chance. Okay, back to the, the Rama Rama Wild. The <laughs> I have to get into some questions now that we know the backstory. Since then, we've been dating for 10 years. We've lived together for like six Ten years. years. And 
you're my home oh. and you're my wrong. Oh. And I love you so much. Oh, I love you. That's and so we've cool. grown up together so much. It's we really have grown crazy. up together. We were Rugrats and now we're all grown up. We've done long distance twice. We've watched each other go through different, well, not you. He's watched me go through a million different career paths and change so many times into who I am, but we've grown together. And that is something that I'm so proud of. I never thought that I would be in a relationship with someone from such a young age, but I'm so glad that I got to find you when I was a little baby and that we've stayed together. I'm so happy I found you. He's always been the same, but he's stuck through me through all my phases. And that's a really beautiful thing. I'm weird. <laughs> he's, he's I am weird. <laughs> okay. Let's give the people what they want. I asked on my Instagram the other day, some questions that you guys had for us. And we're going to get into some of those. They were I'm really ready. good. I'm ready. So the first one is actually a lot of people asked this question in different ways, but how do you stay connected through the past 10 years? Me and you? Yeah. Because we're best friends. We build this relationship on friendship. And I feel like that's the most important thing to have in any relationship is that foundation where you can be fun and have fun and enjoy each other's company without having it be so much pressure or so serious and just be friends, you know? Yeah. I love that for us. And, you know, we just, we just fucking click. We just actually like truly genuinely love each other. Through thick and thin, unconditionally, through everything that we've been through, every season since we were 20. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. But what's kept us connected is, I don't know, that bond. It's all about how you start, for, for me, especially, too. Like, when we started, we took it slow, but for a good reason. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, look at us now. Like, we've never once broken up. We've never been on a break because our foundation is so solid. And I feel like a lot of relationships these days are so quick because that foundation isn't prioritized and everyone's so quick to get to the chase and move on to this big, I love you stage and be all public with it. But like, that's not, that's not going to be prosperous for, you know, any longevity in any relationship. So it is for some, but yeah, we're still taking it slow to some people's ideas because we're not married yet. And we're going to get into that, but yeah, we really did take our time. And I think just off the bat, we both allowed ourselves to be fully ourselves. And we've always done that and have really created unconditional love in so many different ways. And I think that like, that's just so solid in us that we both want the best for each other. We both want each other to be happy and we both accept whatever makes us happy at every stage. For sure. We try to. I also think a big part of that too is like, we both understand that we're like have so much going on in our own personal lives and we never get in the way of each other's goals or what yeah. we want to do. And we just let each other have always let each other do whatever we want. Yeah. Like we've never really intervened with each other's lives in any way. Ever. If Lo wanted to do something like, let's go. Fuck yeah. yeah. Enjoy that. Whenever I want to do something like, let's go, I can do whatever I want. And that freedom and that trust and that like bond is so rare and so special and that's so important in any relationship. Yeah. It does come with like a lot of communicating too. And obviously with that freedom, we always talk about if there's something that makes us uncomfortable or if there's something that we can do better to make the other one comfortable in those situations or feel good through all of it. We talk about all of that stuff a lot and make sure that we're always honoring what each other needs. And 
we do have such busy, different lives. He's a DJ. He's traveling all the time. I'm sober. I'm like the most wholesome grandma ever. I just like to be with the animals and I'm so sensitive. So to like the outside world, a lot of people think of us as so different, but opposites attract. Yeah. But our morals and our standards and who we are at our core is so similar. For sure. And when we have such busy things going on, we always make it a point to connect with each other or spend quality time with each other. And one thing that we both really love is the little life that we've created. Like we have such wild, busy schedules, but this life is so beautiful. And it's one thing that feels so real. So I feel like we both really value that. 100% is my favorite part. Yeah. Okay. So the next one, how do you balance being a DJ and having a healthy relationship? Yeah. I just prioritize friendships over anything. I love my boys. I love the homies. There's not any temptation or shit for me. I'm just focused on being the best I can be growing and becoming a better artist in my path and being a better person along the way. So it's never really compromising to me to be out there and, and be tempted by things that don't really matter to me at all. I feel like also he's made me feel so safe with him being out there being a DJ. He has so much going on a different city every single night of the weekend. And it's not an easy role all the time to not be able to go to every show. Obviously, I go to as much as I can, but it's not sustainable for me to be at absolutely everything. That would just be insane. But I feel so comfortable knowing that while he's out there doing his thing, like that's his job, that's his passion, that's his purpose. And he's connecting with every human that he meets while he's at these shows and like spreading the mission that you have while you're there. 100%. So I see that and I love that and I support it and I want him to be doing those things. And there's ups and downs always like every relationship has challenges, but I just think that we always come back down to communicating how we're feeling always through everything. And when life gets busier and when you get more and more shows, our needs are always changing. Everything's always changing. So we're always just trying to make sure we know who each other is and what we need through all of it. 100%. Okay, this is kind of similar, but this one says, how do you navigate creating your dream career and also maintain a healthy relationship? That's even harder than the first question because navigating my dream career requires so much time and so much dedication to that time that I'm not always there to give 100% of my time to low and my family and stuff. But it's I know it's all for you know the greater good of what's next, but it is a challenge because I believe that my family and low deserve so much more of my time and attention. And I hate to be that guy that's always working, but you know, great things are happening and I'm confident and I know that everything's going to work out for the best, but yeah, finding that time to reconnect and prioritize that time and do cool stuff together and just hang out. And especially, you know, finding the small moments in the day to connect and just cuddle and love each other and just be there for each other is very, very, very important in making that, uh, you know, happen. So. Yeah. Beautiful. And I also think that we're both so clear on the vision and I see that what he's building is so huge that I might get my feelings hurt sometimes, or I might get sad that we're not spending as much time together, or if life is crazy and we're not having as much quality time to do stuff together, I understand why he's always working. So I always have to remind myself of the bigger picture too, and everything's temporary. And I want him to go where he wants to go. So 
you almost have to take yourself out of the relationship sometimes and, and be who you want to be for that person for their life instead of as the girlfriend or as the partner, if that makes sense. I love that. That's so beautiful. Okay. The next question is, is there a reason you two aren't officially engaged yet? We get this question all the time. I'm going to let you take it away. Yeah. Low stinks. So <laughs> she's working so on mean. it and it's just been an issue. <laughs> it gives me the ick and we're working on it, but it's the, Steven. it's the last <laughs> Nothing I do gives you the egg. Nothing you do gives me the egg. No, me and Lo, me and Lo, yeah, contrary to the modern thing, me and Lo are so deep in our relationship and love and friendship that it just feels like it's been that for so long that I don't know how even to describe it. We just love each other so much that it hasn't really been something that we felt necessary to elevate anything, but don't worry. Big things coming soon. From my perspective and from the conversations that we've personally had, first of all, I was never in a rush. We both were never in a rush about marriage and both of us kind of never knew if we wanted marriage from the start. Like both of our parents had really gnarly divorces. We both thought marriage ruined relationships. And I've worked on that for years of healing that thought. I literally thought that marriage equals hate. And so that's something that Stephen was able to change in me. And when I met him, I knew I wanted to be with him forever. But I also was like, "Mm, I don't need a piece of paper to define that for me. And then a few years ago, I started being like, okay, I actually really do want to marry you and started changing my mind about it. But there's just never been a rush. And I feel like we've always just been on the same page with our relationship and it's going to come when it's meant to. I also know that Steven's had like a different career path than most people. And that's been a huge focus of his and why rush something. I love you so much. I love you. That was a, yeah, you answer that exactly as I wanted to. Really? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's so cute. <laughs> Morning and night routines when you're on different schedules to stay connected. Just text low. I love you and you're my world 10,000 times. <laughs> I do wake up (laughs) the next morning if he's at a show somewhere to so many texts from him in the middle of the night. I'm already asleep at that point. But sometimes he plays after parties. Sometimes he plays at crazy times. So we always say good morning and good night to each other. Always. Always a call call before the show and always a million texts after the show. Yeah. And a call in the morning, like debriefing. No, and a FaceTime (laughs) in the morning with the craziest bedhead in the game. Yeah. I love the Raw in the Wild podcast. This shit's so much fun. <laughs> Shout out to all the listeners, man. This is the real. This is the most realest podcast on the net right now. Thank you. Wow, that means a lot. We have to get into. He mastered my episode for me. He put everything together and he made the song. So, real quickly before I say everything else, I was gonna say. Yes, take it away. Um. So in 2020, we moved to Mexico together. We moved to Tulum and it was so beautiful. And while he was there, there were no shows going on, obviously, in 2020. So every festival he was playing, every show, concerts, everything was shut down. So in that time, I saw him switch his focus so hugely to making music and producing music that he's never made before, like different styles. I feel like Tulum had a big influence on you. And just the sounds that you were playing with were so different. And it was so huge for where you are now. He was just cranking out songs. He made 
three of his most beautiful songs ever back to back in like an hour each song. Yeah, that was nuts. It was crazy. And one of the songs that he made was my podcast theme song. And he named it Lauren. One of my old time faves. It's so beautiful. It's never been released, but it's my favorite song. And I originally, when I was choosing my theme song for this, I wanted him to just make me a little jingle or I thought of a different song that he made that hasn't been released yet called Power Woman. But we were going through the songs and Lauren came into my mind and it just made so much sense because it's saying, take me to a place where I've never been. And the Raw in the Wild podcast is like wanting to take you home to the deepest depths of your soul. So I was like, oh my God, full body chills. This has to be it. And it was named Lauren. It was like this whole Because that's divine... what you did for me. Oh. You took me to a place I've never been. So you do. I love you. <laughs> but yeah, it just felt so aligned and and he was so kind to give me that song for my podcast theme song. It was the only theme song. Yeah. We'll hit him with Power Woman soon. Yeah, you guys got to hear them all. What were we talking about before this? I don't know. We're like crushing on each other super hard. I know. <laughs> You're so cute. I really was about to go deep in there. Get in. I don't remember, but I'm just going to start with this. I think that being on such different schedules all the time when you're on tour which he does a spring tour a beginning of the year tour a summer tour he's always on tour always in different parts of the country this year he's been playing in different parts of the world just always on different schedules it's hard going from having this little life together where we go to bed together every single night, we wake up together every morning, and we have this really normal, calm, chill life. We go on dog walks, we ride our little bike to the beach, like we're so calm and normal and go to bed early. And it's just like this little simple life. And then when he's on tour, it's a whole other world. And we barely get to talk to each other sometimes. It's just, there's so much going on. And I also, when he's there, I like let him be fully immersed, but I do like my morning texts and calls and my nighttime texts and calls. There has to be some sort of consistency. So we try our best to do that, even though it's at like weird, crazy times. Sometimes his morning time is like 2 p.m. because he was out playing shows till like 7 a.m. So it's always different, but yeah, I think that's just... That's the way that we keep it consistent. Okay, one more question from one of your fans that I loved so much was, what is your dynamic with him touring all the time and your journey being sober while he's not? God's motherfucking plan. <laughs> God's plan. I honestly don't know how I got so lucky to have you and you stuck by my side through all these circumstances, but... God's plan. I'm blessed. And my guardian angels are looking out for me. <laughs> Facts. That's the only answer I have. I love that. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold up. Sorry. And I'm funny. <laughs> Shoot. I meant to put that in the beginning. Sorry. I'm funny. I'm I... the funniest person. Lo I'm Lowe's favorite comedian. Wait. I'm the funniest person Lowe's ever met. And I keep her laughing and she keeps staying. He really is the funniest person that I've ever met in my entire life. And he's the funniest person he's ever met. It's his favorite thing. If you want to be his friend, tell him he's hilarious. It is the truth. I honestly am hilarious. <laughs> he's so funny. Yes. You could say one thing about me 
That's all I want to hear is that I'm funny. Yeah, I, it's hard to stay mad at him sometimes because he's just funny. Be like, is Sue a good friend? Fuck no, but he's funny. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. Except you're a good friend and you're hilarious. Oh, Mr. Do It All, baby. Let's go. Yeah, he really does keep me laughing 24-7. And it's a little annoying sometimes. Like, let me be sad. We're giggly gooses. We're giggly gooses. Um, yeah, my dynamic with him touring all the time, especially while I'm sober, it's been so different throughout the years. Because when we first met, I was definitely a party girl. And it was like four years into us dating, five years in, that I fully started going into my wholesome mode and going sober, experiencing being sober, curious, like going to things alcohol free and just experimenting with it. So it's been like six years now of that. But before that, we were just wild and crazy together. So we kind of had to transition into learning how to work in our relationship while I'm in this space and while he's still crazy boy. Except the thing is, is like, Am I though? No, that's exactly what I was going to say. Am I though? The thing that makes it easy is that he might be at these parties and at events all the time and late nights and all these things, but there's a purpose why he's there. And I see that when I'm at the shows, like he's in such, I mean, obviously he has silly fun times too, but a lot of the energy that he's giving while he's there is full on networking and playing the show, DJing for hours and hours. So it's not the same as like being with someone who is just out partying for fun all the time. And I'm the king of Irish goodbyes. I love Irish goodbying. Greatest invention of all time. 100%. Yeah. And Steven, everywhere we go, there's always people that know him and love him. So it's really hard to leave sometimes because he's so sweet and wants to talk to everyone and give everyone hugs. So sometimes when you got to go, the Irish is the only way. I am the elf of Tech House. Yeah. Except that's actually me. No, you're uh, the dude who says Santa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> This podcast is such a turn. No, it's so good, though. I know. I love it. We got Big Sue on the podcast. I know. You're really experiencing Big Sue for all he is. Let's go. What's the next question? Well, we, we still didn't really finish that one. Sorry. I have incredible ADD. But he handles it really well. You do. I'm proud of you. Today. That's why it's so important. I'm trying. I'm working on oh, you're it. You're doing amazing. I'm working on it. This isn't a question that someone asked, but what's some advice you would give to anyone who is working to create something bigger than themselves? Do your own thing. Do it for you. Make the shit that you want to make. Make shit that you like. Don't worry about anybody else. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. I think feedback is 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 cool but it's not necessary and a lot of the time you ask for feedback and you get discouraged and that's just preventing you from your journey that's preventing you from getting to the point of reaching your full potential and your full potential comes from you enjoying what you're doing and if you start doing shit for other people you start to lose that drive and that purpose for what really brought you into it in the first place so my biggest piece of advice get the fuck out of your own way yeah. believe in yourself <laughs> Know that you can do whatever you want to do. Know that you wouldn't be here if it if you weren't supposed to be here. There's literally a reason that you wake up every single day. And it's like, oh, it's just how it is. No, there's literally a reason. So do whatever it is that you like to do. Make things that you enjoy. Do things that you enjoy. And do whatever the fuck you want. Who cares? Everybody's so worried about themselves that no one's even paying attention to you like you think they are. 
do whatever you want to do. Get yourself out there and you'll be so stoked that you did it. And, you know, life's about creating beautiful things for others and yourself. And if you don't start, you never will. So let's go. Wow. <laughs> that was from the soul. Literally everything we all need to hear. I would be nowhere or nobody if I waited for other people to give me the okay to be me. And I was tired of waiting for people to give me the opportunity. So I started creating my own and now nobody can get in my way. So I said this in episode one, but you really are someone who I've watched you build it all from the ground up. And there were so many moments where people, you saw me face the adversities yeah, and back in those days, DJing wasn't even a thing. So it was me in a very, 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 very small market. Yeah. I've seen you go through literally every single challenge, self-doubt, people doubting you, people saying you need to get a real job, everything that could have gone against you did, but you never, ever, ever, ever stopped. And you never didn't show up like it was the most important show of your life. He used to play shows where he'd have to bring his own equipment and set up everything. Even if there was two people on the dance floor, sometimes it would just be me and one other person. Literally, you've been through all of it, but he still gave everything that he had for each of them because the vision was so strongly ingrained in his head of what it was going to turn into. And it's my destiny. Yeah. And I think that, I think that you truly have that ingrained in you from your accident. Something he mentioned earlier was almost dying at 13 mm. and not many people know this story. I cry every time we talk about it, but I have this theory with near-death experiences. I think it really shows people that they truly have a purpose here and it makes them expand that so much and get so passionate about making that happen. Nothing can get in their way. And Stephen is such an example of that. Yeah. When I was 13, I fell through a 40-foot roof through a skylight and landed horizontally on a metal workbench and folded like a horseshoe and had four of my middle vertebrae can bust out of my spine, severed my spine, and I was absolutely destroyed on the ground. Life flight came and picked me up, said there was no chance I was going to live. They transported me to the nearest children's hospital, and I survived only to land and for them to say that I was going to be a quadriplegic, which means I wouldn't be able to move from my neck down. Anyways, long story short, I was unconscious for 30-something hours, I think. 30 hours laying on this gurney this metal gurney in the hospital and my parents scrambling to find doctors who could perform surgery me that was no work finally after all that time found it found two doctors who came in said they had never done a surgery that they'd done on me before and proceeded with the surgery ended up pulling it off and i walked out of the hospital two weeks later with literally like a zero percent chance of survival two weeks prior so insane with a motherfucking mission to spread only the most righteous energy the, to the world i was granted a second chance at life and i'll never take a day for granted where i can do some good for other people in the world so this is who i am now i'm super charged i'm super grateful to be alive and i'm super stoked to keep spreading positive energy to the world baby let's go you're so amazing. 
the world needed you so badly to spread the messages that you're I died and came back for a reason, man. I honestly did. I had 0% chance. Everyone at the hospital was freaking out. They couldn't believe it. They called me the miracle boy. But I kept thinking like I was here for a reason. Obviously, there's a there's no reason that I shouldn't have I shouldn't have died. Did you feel when you came out of that immediately you knew yes. why you were here? Yes, 100%. I've always been a vibe, but like that was like, gave me the supercharge. Yeah. I came out of that shit and I was like, let's go. But the thing that motivates me the most is like all the people that look up to me, like yeah. they need, people need me and yeah. I need to be there for them and I can't let them down. If there's days I want to give up, like, nah, it's not about me anymore. It's not about me anymore. People ask me that all the time. They always ask if you have any hard days or if you're ever sad or if you ever get low and genuinely it's very, 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 very few times. And I've of course seen him in different emotions, but you're just the most positive person always and so happy and so loving. And that mission is never not there. Everywhere you go, you're fully stepped into that purpose and you're fully stepped into that message that you want to spread no matter what kind of day you're having the second that you go around people or go into a space where there's other energy that you can impact you do yeah it's hard to describe it's it's this innate response i have to situations that i can, really can't control i'm just on the vibe tribe <laughs> i see things differently and i really really feel things differently and i know what's important and it's i don't know it's it's hits me so differently and i just see that as what I need to be doing and what I want to be doing. I'm an alien. I'm just running on love. It makes it just makes me really happy. So I like to do what makes me happy. This is really, a fire podcast. I know, you're going deep. I'm spitting so hard. I know, it's now. really beautiful. Oh, thank you. I'm so honored to be on the podcast. I'm like crying. Really? Yeah, look. For the viewers at home, I got tears in my eyes right now. I always have tears in my eyes when I listen to you. So for anyone listening who is trying to step into a life for other people. How do you step into that? You gotta start taking chances on yourself and you gotta start stepping outside of your comfort zone and you gotta start doing things that you've never done before. To be someone you've never been before, you gotta do shit you've never done before. Number one place I'd recommend you could start, is just literally go out, go get something at the market, check out and compliment the cashier. Watch that energy exchange change your entire fucking day. That will become your mission and you'll be realize that you're unstoppable. It's been such a great practice for me to just rise to my full potential. You start experimenting on your own behalf and you stop following others. You start becoming authentic. And I feel like that's the most important thing that you could do as a person is really tap into the things that make you, you. At the end of the day, it's you only there's no other you you're unique one of one there's nobody else that's ever going to be you so when you start living a life like other people or like somebody else you're not being you and you're going to miss out on all the blessings and the entire journey that life has planned for you so be authentic know that everything's going to work out know that every leap of faith is going to be amazing and you got this let's go get out of your own way let's go He's made me get out of my own way. I've literally just watched him be this and embody it for so long now that I'm like, why not just step into what I want to do and who I want to be? 
if he can do it, I can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. We all have the opportunity to literally step in to the exact person that we're here to be and into the purpose that we're here to embody. 100%. And we really are the only things getting in our own way. For sure. And, you know, like I always tell the, the people that I mentor in music and the people that I mentor in DJing, I go, don't wait for somebody or people to label you as something. Just fucking be that. Yeah. If you want to be a rock star, just be a rock star. If you want to be a mentor or a teacher or whatever, just be that. If you want to be a personality or you want to be this force, just be that. You don't need anyone else's permission to do that. You just have to fully embrace that. You just have to fully know that that's just what you're destined for and just do that unapologetically and relentlessly. People's opinions don't make you anything. You do. So just do that, baby. Let's go. Yes. This has been the best podcast in the game right now. I'm so honored to have you preaching truth here with me. Yeah, this is our first podcast ever. You're my first guest. We had to have a kiss break. That's so special. <laughs> me and Lower the Vibe Tribe, we only spread love and good vibes. So. And you've helped me get there. So thank you. Thank you. I love you so much. Thank you I for coming you. on. There's too much to dive into with you. We got to bring you on again. If you're feeling stoked on this conversation and empowered and, and fired up, drop some comments and say, bring Sue back. Yes. Because I love having Lo in my studio. This is actually really special. I love being here. This has been so fun. So beautiful. I know. How are the vibes in here right now? The vibes now? are insane. Yeah, the lights are going nice. The candles lit. Yeah, we have galaxy lights on the ceiling. We have candles. We have Palo Santo. Also. And most of all, we have dj susan oh yo also everyone that's tuned into lowe's podcast and supported her and sent her kind messages we love you you're so sweet and it's so appreciated for me especially it makes me so happy so keep doing that Shout out to Low, man. Ron the Wild. <laughs> no, shout out to you. Can, Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Can you tell the people where they can follow you and listen to all of your amazing You already know. Stories? You already know. Just look for that dude on constantly on Low's stories. You can't miss me. You don't need to look for me. You you hear me. You yeah, you just know. <laughs> Trust me, you'll know. You'll him. know. <laughs> there you'll when you see me, if you've never seen me before, you'll see me and be like, Yeah, that's the that's him. One hundred percent. You will. That's him. You'll, and you won't even know. you won't even need to look. Yeah. You want to say that's the, that's the, that's the dude. Honestly, yeah. There's no other. There, you're you're the only one. You always will be the only one. You always have been the only one. You always that's, will be the only one. Wait, still. Wait, wait. It's always been, been you. 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 It always will be you. It always has been you. What else? It always will be the, forever, uh, forever you. you. Wow. <laughs> I was that, that, you sent me up that punchline right there. That was beautiful. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you too. Let us know if you guys have any other questions for us that we didn't touch on. Thank you for this. This is part us. one. This is part yeah, one. This is part one. I hope that you got some really beautiful insight from him. I know I'm tearing up over here and I'm so grateful for your soul and your heart and for what you're doing in the world. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you, man. If you guys haven't been to one of his shows, you have to come ASAP and we can all hang out and dance together and spread love. And that's what it's all about. And compassion and sweetie pie gang. Sweetie pie gang. I love you, DJ Sue. I love you. Thanks, Thanks for having baby. me, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in. I love you all so much. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. So much love. I hope everyone has the most magical night, week, day.
Love you. You're now listening to the Rama Wild Podcast. Ha! <laughs> you already know what it is, bish. You see a little singy sing? <laughs>